Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays and tell exactly what I'm doing, make sure you join the Discord by clicking the link in the description below. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 1% Club podcast. Uh, UFC 278 just ended last night. Big drama show, Podge. Knockout, yeah, crazy, right? Uh, knockout, Leon Edwards over Kamara Usman. But first, let's uh, let's break down this. Let's break down the card. Um, I don't really want to. I don't want to break down the. I guess recap the whole card. But a couple ones I want to touch on. Uh, the first of which, uh, Sean Woodson versus Luis Saldana. Uh, gosh, I don't even know where to start with this. It, it looked like it looked like that Saldana. Obviously hurt. I mean, he obviously hurt him. Hurt Woodson terrible, right? I mean, he hurt him bad, bad. And I don't know. I don't know what Saldana was thinking. I, like I saw what I saw what he was doing. He's pointing to the center, like come back out. But dude, Woodson himself. Yeah, but Woodson was done, bro. He was hurt really bad. And listen, I know Saldana's out of fight ready, and I know Santino and Eddie Chaw were losing their fucking minds on this kid. Like I, I cannot imagine the ass chewing that he got after this fight. I, I, I would. These guys are way more conservative and nice than I am. I would have lost my damn mind on him. Cost uh, himself 50 Gs as well. He cost know. himself a knockout of the night, probably. Uh, Dana confirmed it in the post-fight presser. Oh, he gosh. Cost himself, yeah. Oh, that makes me want to end the show right now. And and listen, and then, and then okay, so Saldana walks away from a KO, ends the fight, and then Saldana knees Woodson while he's down. Fight should have been ended right there as a DQ. So you have Saldana should have went from winning to losing right away. And I don't know this. I have a problem with this, by the way. I have a, I have a really big issue with this. With Like, whenever somebody gets knocked out, especially, especially a guy like Woodson, like, dude, I don't think he knew, you know, like, he was just, he was just knocked out. Like, I think we agree with that, right? He was knocked out twice. He was knocked out with the check hook. And then he was dropped with the jab and then kneed in the head. So maybe even three times. And not less than one minute after getting knocked out three times, the referee is asking him, can he continue? Of course, he doesn't know where the fuck he is. Like, he's just trying to survive at this point, right? Like, this is not about, uh, this is not about whether you want to, like, I don't think he knew what was happening. Have you ever been knocked out? Have I? Not, not, not like that. No. I mean, I've been knocked out in a fight before, but like, it, you know what I mean? Oh, like, I don't mean TKO or like that. Yeah, like, I'm, I, I don't, I mean, I've been knocked out, but like, you come back, you know what I mean? Like, I, in a situation like that, how uh, aware are you? Of oh, you're, you, it's like, I mean, imagine you just woke up from a nap and you're in a different place. That's, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you just woke up in front of 18,000 people or however many was there. It's, it's just, there's no way Sean Woodson was making good decisions Right there, that fight should have been stopped, and I I'm very surprised that Mike Mike Beltron uh, allowed that fight to to continue. The point I'm the point I'm trying to make is is the the fighter in that situation should have never been given the option, especially when whoever the referee was, the referee stepped in and called that fight, right? Like that was a fight. He waves he waves it off. That's the fight, right? And then now because it was illegal. Now that fight's able to continue, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? So like, I just I don't I don't like that call. I don't like the call. I don't like that the fact that that the option was given to the fighter who was just knocked out two or three times in in less than thirty seconds. I don't like that at all. And uh, not one minute later, after getting highly concussed, he was asked to continue. 
And of course, are you good? Of course he's going to say he's good. He doesn't even know where he is. Like, he's just trying to survive at this point, right? And then uh, Woodson goes on to, to even the even the rounds back up, and, and then they go to a draw. So it's just it, – it was kind of a crazy night of fights, really. You know, like a lot of crazy, crazy stuff happened. So I, that fight was a little confusing to me. Uh, the, the Very, very poor fight IQ on Saldana's end. And I'll be honest, I've watched Woodson fight for a long time. I'm a big fan of his, and he was just off last night. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was about. He even posted that this morning. You know, it's, you win some, you lose some, but he he just felt off. So, and uh, I don't feel like he did a great job of controlling the range. I, you know what I mean? Like he he normally is very good behind his jab, and uh, I'm I don't want to you know criticize or whatever. It's just I've seen him look I've seen him look much better, and I think he'll tell you the same thing. I've seen him control range much better than he did, and I think he'll say uh, tell you the same thing also. Uh, Gordon got it done over Leo Santos. Uh, just a quick note on that, man. This is just there was a couple examples on this card of of Father Time catching up, and I think this was one of them. Santos, man, it just it, was he forty two? I think yeah, forty two. Yeah, it's just guys. It's just this is why this is a great example of why I retired. It's just at some point this has got an end. And uh, Father Time is undefeated, man. Father Time is undefeated. And I will say this: there, there is a, there is even a big difference. I don't know. Click on Jared Gordon real quick. I don't know. I think he's like th- in his mid thirties. Thirty-two, thirty-three. He's thirty-three years old. Yeah, I mean that's a ten-year difference. That's a ten-year difference. So that's that's a that's a that's a big difference. Uh, and then next next up, I I want to dive into this one. I told you guys, Marcin Tibera versus Alexander Romanov. I tried to tell you guys. That that Marcin was a dog. He was a live dog, and I, I this was the first big test that Romanov had. And of course, listen, if this dude fixes those cardio issues, he's gonna be a big, big, big problem, figuratively and quite literally. He is a big problem. One thing that we could talk about as well is I don't know if you'd factor in the uh, the elevation too much. Of course, listen, I thought everybody kind of looked like shit last night, and that's the that's the elevation. I gotta think that you know. The guys that are cardio monsters were getting tired early, and but I got to think with Romanov, I got to think all that lifting and returning, like that comes with a price. You know, there's a, there's a price for that, and there, there's a certain level of inefficiency, I believe, as well. Uh, and dude, I don't, I'm not trying to talk bad about Romanov. I think he's excellent. I don't my only nitpick on him is his, his gas tank. But Marcin Tibera, I whenever he fought Volkov, we were big on Volkov. He really, really impressed me, and I thought. We talked about this before. I thought it was like more of a fade on Volkov, and then we go see Volkov stop Biggie Rosenstrike. You know, and it's just like I, I, I think I've come to realize that that wasn't a fade on Volkov. That was more of a big improvement on Tibera, and I, I think he's excellent. I think he's gotten much better, and he did exactly what he, uh, what he should have. He's a vet. He's been in there with the tough guys. Uh, he's been in those three rounders, those hard three rounders, and I think that showed. And I said this on the last show that Sergey Spivak fight. It like that showed that he can compete with the with the good wrestlers. So that's I'm telling you guys, Tibera is a dark horse in that heavyweight division. He's not he's not bad at all. He's uh, he's very good. He's a live dog, and I love the over one and a half in that one. Love 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 that one. Uh, the this, this kicking off the main card, Tyson Pedro did exactly what we thought he was going to do. Um, Pudilova and Wu. That, I, that I wish that they would have stayed standing. I think that fight would have been much better, obviously. But Wu, you got to have a, a better ground game to be able to compete in the UFC. Last three fights, super stoked about this. Uh, I can't tell you how many people talk shit about how I pronounce. Just call him Rob. No, I'm doing it. Devashavili? Devashavili. I think that's right. Yes? Maybe. Devashavili. Devashavili. That's right. That's correct. If I'm wrong, sue me. Versus uh, Aldo. That fight went... 
<laughs> the fight went exactly how I thought it was going to do, except the opposite. Like, I thought Devashvili would get some of the takedowns. I don't think he got a single takedown. Uh, I don't think he scored two, at least. You know, Aldo is very good. But this is another father time catching up, man. And and, and once again, Devashvili's his gas tank is just endless. Like, and that's uh, somebody asked me last night, like, is that is that training? That, but that there's some genetics behind his his cardio. You know, him, Covington, those guys. There's a certain level of genetics that comes with that as well. So it's hard training, hard work, and uh, genetics as well. He so. looked as strong in the third. As he, he did in the yeah. first. It was crazy. And you know Insane. what's funny is he's going to be, I think he'll be in that Cheeto Vera category where when he starts going to those five-rounders, I think you're going to see him improve, right? Like, he, he he's not going to get tired. He's not going to get tired at all. So I think you're going to see him improve quite quite a lot in those five-rounders when he starts getting into main events. And that kind of poses a, uh, I know he said don't quit asking him, but that kind of poses a, a, a weird picture, right? Because we talked about if Aldo wins, that puts him in a title shot in Brazil. Well, he didn't win. So that pops uh Marab up a little bit. And I'm I'm trying to think of where, you know, where we would see Marab go next. You know, pull pull up pull up that division for me. Pull up that division. We've talked quite a lot about this division, and everybody keeps arguing with me saying the lightweight division is deeper than Bantamweight, and there's no fucking way. No fucking way that's true anymore. It used to be, there's no way. And I, I maybe we should do a show, Podge. Let's do a show completely dedicated to why I think bantamweight is way deeper than, than uh, lightweight. So Marab is six, but he just beat number three Aldo. So that's got to put him at the number three spot, dude. Don't be shocked if they match him up with Cheeto next. Yeah, yeah I don't want to see Cheeto fight him if I'm honest with you. I just don't think, honestly, I don't think any of these guys want to fight Marab. Like it's he's just a problem, you know. He's a he's a fucking problem, man. Like, and it's not that he's like I don't want to say he's better than these guys, but his endless gas tank and his ability to wrestle so much, like that's that's it's hard to beat. It's really hard to beat. He's never gonna fight Aljo, apparently. Obviously. No, he'll Maybe never fight Aljo. Aljo was in his corner. I thought that was a bit. It's it's weird seeing something like that. You know, the fact that they're in the same division. No, nah, I mean I get it, bro. I get. It. I would never fight one of my teammates. No, no. What I'm saying is, is it's just a strange um, scenario to it's see. A, it is to see the champ in a top contender's uh, corner. You know, it's 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 weird. I'm hearing through the grapevine that Rob Font is fighting Adrian Yanez next. Damn. I'm hearing that next. Uh, but listen, Sanhagen's booked. The timeline is about right. You know, when, when is Sanhagen in uh, and Song? Song, like September 17th. Correct. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Three or four weeks. So listen, I think everybody else is booked. Cheeto and, and Marab is I, where I could see that going 100%. Marab just went up to three. Cheeto's going to have to fight again before he gets a title shot. I, I I would venture to say that the winner of that would get next after once again if I could see the winner of Jan and uh, freaking O'Malley, I could see for sure if O'Malley wins, he's getting a title shot. I could see Peter Jan getting a title shot if he wins as well. But a win over the number thirteen guy doesn't really constitute a title shot, if in my opinion. Man, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they if they tried to rebook uh, Marab and Cheeto and then they turn those two real quick and then winner of that gets next. Anyway, uh, back to the back to the card. There's a lot. We 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 should honestly we should just do another show dedicated to that because there's a lot of different scenarios that could happen in there. Uh, Costa, Luke Rockhold. I, I I I'm good with my pick, man. I I, I played Luke at plus three fifty, and I played him by decision. I'm good with my pick. I feel like he was. I feel like he was in that fight. 
you know, he almost ended the fight in every single round. I thought, uh, yeah, I could be wrong, but you know, in the third, even the third, he was hands on his knees and he still almost, uh, he, he hurt him a couple times. Right. Like, yeah, I, it was a, it was a strange fight, man. Super strange fight. The, the, the altitude obviously played a factor in both of these guys, but it was a strange fight. I, I still, I'm, I'm happy with my pick. I'm happy with my Luke Rockhold pick at plus 350. I don't mind it at all. Um, he won an awful lot of fans last night. You went out like a dog. Luke, I he thought did. It was, I thought it was it was a side of him that he did. I mean, obviously, I, hey, and I apparently that time before. off, apparently that time off does help the chin. Apparently so. <laughs> he, he took a few shots. He did. He took some good shots. It was literally just the gas tank that 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 got Luke. I think he was there. He was competing, and yep, agree. It was just kind of frustrating that you know he obviously just doesn't have the well, how, the, the lungs to go anymore. How old is he? I know, listen, 37. Some, he's 37. It's not the year of the car, it's the miles. He's got a lot of miles on him. He's been competing at a high level for a very very long time. Uh that, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, you know. I I'm I'm happy with my pick at plus 350. I would do it again tomorrow. Uh um, I don't mind it. It doesn't really do much for for, no, for Costa. It doesn't think, do anything know. for Costa. Uh, he wasn't even uh, Luke wasn't even ranked. I don't think he'd taken like like last three years off or something like that. But there's some matchups. There's some good matchups for uh, for for Costa. I mean, you can do you can Sean do like Strickland. how about uh give me Till versus Costa. Yes, give me Till versus Costa. I'm with that. I'm all there for that. Brunt, you say Brunson? Is that what you said? Um, Strickland. Strickland just got booked. Uh, I got to look that up. I can't remember who he got booked against, but he's booked, I think. Was it Jared? Yes. That's exactly who it is. Cannoneer and Strickland. Yep. And then Brunson is booked also. Did he get Vittori? Yes. Yep. I think so. Or or Hermanson. I think it was Hermanson. Oh, he's fighting Whitaker in Paris. Yep. Yep. yep, yep, yep. You're right. Uh, but Costa Till, that's the one. And then lastly, the main event of the evening, Leon Edwards. We were on Leon. Uh, I just felt like the line was off, man. And, and listen... Usman, I think Usman showed that he was the the better fighter over over three rounds and over five. But I told you guys, Leon could compete. He took his first person to take him down, had him mounted, had his back. Like, don't tell me Leon Edwards wasn't in that fight. And and even if you listen, <clears throat> listen, take the head kick away. Even if, even if Usman went on to win a decision there, don't tell me that Leon Edwards didn't belong in there. And don't tell me that line wasn't a little bit off. Leon showed that he was that he can compete at that level you know what i mean like he showed take the head geek out he showed that he belongs at that level that championship level and i said all week leon edwards has the tools to beat kamara usman you can reel it it's already check my instagram at the james kraus i said it it's on there it's still on there oh he, sorry go on what you no i just he he leon is a very very diverse striker he's got good grappling and uh, he's the real deal. I've, I've been trying to say this for a long time. Leon is is very skilled. Props to his uh, his corner. His corner called for the yes. kick as well. Did you hear that? I did. I actually, I just heard it in the Cejudo video that you showed me before we started. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that, but there's a video of Cejudo kind of talking a mess. And then after the kick, it just, obviously, it's crickets. But uh, Leon's a dog, man. And, and obviously, we, we kind of talked about this off air a little bit, but there's some there's some wild cards here. I think Dana and the presser said that they're gonna run Usman Edwards back immediately. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, man. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a wild card. If if uh, Shamayev goes in and just dismantles Nate Diaz, 
I wouldn't be shocked if some things got mixed up. And this is, listen, I want to see Shamaev and Shafkot. Shafkot's got to get, he's got to get another win, right? Like, he's he's not there yet. He's not there yet. So, but that division is, pull up, pull up the uh, the Walter White rankings. Shafkot's got to be, he's got to be up there. And we're so big on him. You know, I know I am at least. 11. Shafkot's 11. Where, where are we going to book this guy at? He's just, uh, Neil. Shafkot, Jeff Neal? You said that, yeah. Yep, I that's just, the one. It's obviously just an awful fight for Jeff Neal. And I also was told that Kevin Holland is not fighting Magny anymore. He's fighting Stephen Thompson now. So, I don't know. There's a lot going on in that division, and I'm here for it. There's uh, And Lee Jingliang got, got signed with Tony Ferguson. We'll do that on another main event breakdown show. There's a lot of good stuff going on right here, though. And then also, don't forget, Sean Brady versus Bilal Muhammad. That is a that is a very very the, both of those guys are dark horses in that division. I'm really high on both of those guys. I like both those guys a lot. I'm excited to break that fight down as well. But listen, all I'm saying is is don't be shocked if Shamayev got bumped to the line or if somebody got hurt or you know what I mean. Like don't be shocked if we saw something like that. I I, I don't know. You know what I mean. Like. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an interim or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. something like that. Maybe. Something, I, I just don't be shocked if something like that happens because Shamayev is the money train right now. And if he if he beats Diaz, like everybody thinks he's going to beat Diaz, he's going to have a lot of money behind him, a lot of money behind him. And there's a lot of money in this rematch as well. So I'm just not sure. Listen, if they, this is, this is my problem. If... Usman is getting an immediate rematch. We're talking, we're six months out from that, right? Um, yes, I think they said they are... Now, obviously, this is, you know, it changes all the time, but I think up until the end of January, the UFC doesn't have a slot for for a pay-per-view. I mean, we're, I'm telling you all right now, we're six months out from from that pay-per-view getting rebooked. And then, I mean, essentially, if you look, it's it's typically a six month. It's a six month, like like each champion fights twice a year, essentially, maybe even once. So that puts Kamzat Shamayev a year out, a year out after the Diaz fight. I just don't know if they're gonna do that or not. It just I I. It's Usman, and Usman is dominant, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, don't be surprised if the UFC finds a way to mix this up and mix and mix Shamayev in there somehow with a big money fight. If they don't, if he doesn't, I wouldn't be shocked if they gave him like Masvidal or you know like another Diaz, like big money fight. I wouldn't be shocked if they did something like that. Yeah, it's hard to come back from a. If to remember, yeah, Shamayev just beat Burns, and then he beats Diaz like. It feels like almost anything other than a title shot is a is a backstep. Yes, unless you you give him a big money fight. You know what I mean? That's the only way. But I just it's hard for me to it's hard for me to swallow that pill of Shamayev's a year out from a title shot. You know, and like I, I just think they're gonna they're gonna do something like you put an interim title. You know, and like listen, don't be as a as a fan, don't be naive to think that there's not deals happening behind you know behind closed doors that are like, hey, take a seat here. Like that stuff. I've never personally seen it happen, but I know it happens. You know, like, hey, we'll pay you to take this, take a seat here, let this guy come and fight. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just it does happen. I know it's happened. Like, even I think Leon was Leon, a part of that. Leon Edwards was one of those. That, yeah, they that said happened. they they paid him to sit, right? 
Correct. Yeah. So like, this is not, I'm not making this up, you know, this is a real thing. So I, man, it's just hard for me to, it's hard for me to believe that they're not, they're going to wait another year before Shemayev gets a title shot. I just don't see it. I could be wrong though. I've been wrong before. Uh, regardless, beautiful performance, honestly, by both these guys, Usman and Edwards. Uh, Usman was winning the fight. He was on his way to cruise to a decision, but Leon showed that he, he skill for skill can't compete at that level. Um, I honestly, I would love to see this fight. I don't want to see this fight at, at altitude again because I feel like that did play a little bit of a role on Leon. I really do. I really, I feel like he got tired a lot quicker than normal. Great fight. Awesome night of fights. I love the drama. And then now with Usman losing, this brings up the, the debate, the long, the long held debate of pound for pound. Who is the pound for pound? Number one, uh, pull up, pull up the, the UFC's deal. I know they have that list on there. I already have my answer right now. Pound for pound, number one for me, and this guy's not even on the fucking list, is he? Oh, God damn, I missed him. Pound for pound, it's Alexander Volkanovsky. I, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't see how it's even close, to be honest with you guys. Like, is he, well, you know what? If he goes up to lightweight, that'll tell us a lot. That'll tell us a lot. And I, I those guys are huge too. But Izzy went up to 205. That's a huge weight discrepancy. Izzy went up to 205. And this, listen, the pound for pound thing I hate anyway. Just because it's so ridiculous. It makes absolutely no sense at all. I don't know why they even talk about it. No. It's, it's, like, it's like the GOAT talk as well. It's, 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 for me, it's just brainless. It's it, absurd. It's so hard to compare. Like, you know, you, you hear people saying, who's the GOAT? John Jones or GSP? Like, yeah. What? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is a little ridiculous, no doubt. But if I had to pick, if you have a gun to my head right now and you say James Krause, who is the number one pound-for-pound pound best fighter on the planet, I've been saying this, nothing sexy, but Alexander Volkanovsky is the guy that I would choose to be in that. He's nothing sexy, but good Lord, he is just fundamentally damn near perfect. Damn near perfect. So it's, uh, yeah, I don't really want to dive into that too much, but pound for pound, you got to go Volkanovsky at this point. I got to think the UFC is going to update their, uh, their site come Monday, and I got to think that Volkanovsky will take the number one spot in that, in that list as Without well. Doubt. Yeah, 100%. No fights next week. No fights next week, guys. It's been a minute. I and you know what's funny? Podges, I'm on vacation. I did not plan this accordingly, but I'm on vacation, going to Florida. No fights. And I'm I'm uh I don't know how I feel about it. I'm gonna feel a little weird. So regardless, UFC 278, I think it delivered. I thought it was an amazing card. Um no fights, but and then we have we have uh Paris after that, right? Gone to Ivasa, another another great night of fights. We have we have quite a bit, quite a bit working after that too. So Make sure you guys join the Discord. Click the link in the description. Another good night on the Discord, by the way. Uh, I'm excited to see where this division goes. The 35 division, the welterweight division. There's a lot of stuff that's going to play out. I'm excited to, to see these next two weeks with no fights. I bet there's going to be some news released. I bet we're going to get a better picture painted on, on, on where everything's going to go. Until then. <laughs>